The views, thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are not advisory in nature. They belong solely to the speakers in a personal capacity. They do not affiliate to any individual or organization whatsoever. Hi, my name is Ashwati and my name is Karan and we want to think, think inside the box. You're listening to a podcast that brings to you candid conversations between two people who believe that thinking is not a waste of time. Thanks for joining us as we deliver this episode. So Karan, I wanted to tell you about a phone call I had with my grandparents recently. Okay. So they were asking me, "How is it going? What is the job? So mm-hmm. I have quit my job, and oh. uh, I have some interviews lined up, and things are sorted, right? It's under my control. But I couldn't tell them that. Okay, and I told them that, uh, yeah, the job is ongoing, everything is fine, and the conversation then led took another direction. But once I kept my phone. I was in this dilemma and I was just thinking that you know why didn't I exactly tell them the situation that there was why did I have to lie in a way you know why did I do that yeah, I mean you should have been straight up you know just told them what the truth was right why didn't you do that that's exactly what I want to discuss today like uh, should I should we speak our hearts out so when you ask me that why I didn't do it So my reason for that is I didn't want to give them any unnecessary pressure. Okay. I know that they would have suddenly become very worried and uh, they would keep fretting till the time I clear or crack an interview. So I just wanted to save them that uh, stress and you know and given them I'm in a very calm and composed situation. I know that I have it in control and there's nothing going wrong. So I feel that just their repetitive phone calls about jobs and everything would make me yes they would actually press my panic button it would whereas there's nothing to panic so that was my reason of not telling them so yeah i think see this is one of the cases which i think we can call it a harmless lie you know mm-hmm. a lot of people say that's an oxymoron but yeah i think it can be categorized uh, in that way and i understand where you're coming from like you know that the situation is under control you already have everything in place but they're not aware of it and uh, they will press their panic button instantaneously just listening to the fact that you've lost your job right and the uh, i mean uh, to add to that they, them get, uh, you know getting into panic is not going to help the situation because it's not under their control mm-hmm. but them hitting panic button is going to force you to also look in the same direction and okay if they're feeling panicked maybe there is something to it that i should also feel the same yes way. absolutely that would actually you know that <laughs> that would uh, shaken my belief about the whole situation i would actually give it a thought that oh maybe this is this is it's something that i should be worried about than than it i is. can only take a deep breath once i have landed another job mm-hmm. you know? okay so like uh, so if it had had i been in your place i would have simply uh, said that okay see i've lost my job uh, shit like this keeps happening so don't worry you guys still have everything under control and uh, it's going to work out so i would have simply directly told them this i am really apprehensive that this would have fallen flat and it wouldn't have been received well on the other end so i think that's why i took a back seat over there because i feel that see it's the direct approach wouldn't have worked with them speaking your heart out wouldn't have worked with mm-hmm. them at that point in time reason being they're coming from an absolutely different generation mm mm-hmm. and uh, and so to say i was on my i on the call with my grandmother to be specific and uh, she comes from a generation where women 
world allowed to work no, it even, was never an option yeah even though she is a post graduate but work was never a part of her life and she understands that work is a very integral part of a woman's life at 2022 you know or anybody's life but yes. when she's seeing me as you know someone growing up and you know no matter how where life is headed jobs are important finances are important, important. financial stability is important so she would have wrapped her head around completely that turmoil mm-hmm. that you know what that's the only thing she would have been focused on she would on. have been focusing on yes exactly so uh, and i sometimes imagine like had i been a guy in this situation mm-hmm. i would have wouldn't even given it a thought that you know i did something wrong because given guys it would have been completely like you know my grandmother would have been like oh my god oh my god you know, lost, a lost you're, his job you no longer worth being yeah, a guy you need you to get know, a job he's worthless now he won't be he wouldn't be suited to get married off this that etc etc so i feel you know that these were my inhibitions to actually go out there and speak my heart out in that situation because of the varying personalities of people she is a different person mm-hmm. had it been you in that case mm-hmm. if i had to break the news to you mm-hmm. i would have simply pick up the call and i will tell you that you know such and such thing happened yeah and i would have said that okay, i'm uh, glad that you've lost the job because it was such a big pain in your ass so i would have said that okay this calls for a celebration because now you've quit you've got a piece of mind back and uh, we should just go out and celebrate because and as as you said that for me it has be it would be a foregone conclusion that i know she already has everything in place even if she doesn't right now she will get everything in place because i know she's capable of getting another one easily and that's exactly how you comforted me when i made that call to you i, I did right and so my equation with you decides what approach i'm going to take mm mm-hmm. now similarly even though now i'm talking about a different age group a different setting different equation but having come to the same situation where i have to speak the same or i have to break the news to another friend mm-hmm. i'll probably not have the same or the blunt no filter approach with the other friend mm-hmm. i'll have another way maybe i won't yes. give out as much details as i would have given it to you right maybe i will i'll be afraid of because knowing the person i'll be afraid of the reaction that person might mm-hmm. give in and maybe the unnecessary a lecture that might follow yeah right i mean like likewise so many possibilities are there so i would just not pay heed to that mm mm-hmm. so i feel personalities play a very important role in deciding how the other person receives what you're saying yeah i you, i think i'll uh, definitely agree to that because i remember there was uh, like growing up i uh, i have always been very uh, you know honest and straightforward and blunt with these things with people uh so uh, i have always had this approach that okay go straight and turn right if it is the truth somebody especially when somebody is asking for it just give them the truth straight up because they have asked for it so but obviously they are mentally prepared for it you know how to handle that mm-hmm. if if someone asks me okay tell me how of a friend how good of a friend i am or uh like what do you think of our friendship and if i will say that okay i like abc but i don't like efg mm-hmm. and a lot more often than not it has happened people have so, uh, simply said that okay that's so arrogant or that is so rude Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting this, and I will be a little shocked saying that. Okay, but you did ask me to be honest, right? What mm-hmm. else were you expecting? Because I have always been that. Okay, if you want to give me honesty, just give it to me. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't try to you know put it in a subtle way. Just lay it straight out. But to me, uh, you know, it has always it it more often than not used to be the case that okay, this is just so rude. I. Uh, should have never asked you this question or never have asked for your honesty and i was always left with the question why did okay where did i go wrong yeah i mean most mostly what happens is we demand honesty mm-hmm. 
Mm. But we are not prepared, prepared to, to <laughs> right, be on the receiving end yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. The moment the person gets honest, you're like, no, no, no. This is something that I wasn't prepared for. And I don't know the way forward to it. Now mm. I have all all the gross details. Gross is what prob- mostly people label honesty as. Yes. Because truth is bitter, as Bit- they say. I, I don't completely agree with that. I feel truth is the only thing that can save anything. And uh, having said that, bringing you back to uh, my phone call with my grandparents, I feel that situation also has a very integral part to play. Okay, so let's say uh, had it been the case that if it was a different person, let's say your grandfather, mm-hmm. or let's just say that uh, had it been the case that it wasn't you losing your job is something that you uh, wanted to convey, but rather let's say that it was just you telling that, okay, hey, I am suffering for a headache or a fever and I'm not feeling well. How do you think it would have, uh, uh, you know, played out and what approach you would have taken? That's exactly what I was talking about. If it was situational, it is situational. And had it been a situation where I had fallen sick or I was going through an ailment, my approach would have been absolutely direct and honest. Mm-hmm. I would have picked the call, to, given them all the details and told them, yeah, this is how my body is suffering right now. And uh, it uh, it has to recover and I'm looking forward for recovery. And knowing them, I know they would have felt absolutely in control. However, they would have felt worried. They would have, they would... Initially, they definitely were. Definitely worried and they would keep checking on me mm. as to how my recovery is. But we always know, right? Even if we, whenever we fall ill, we, you know, we, grandparents, grandmas have the best remedies to that. Yeah, dadi ma uske hamesha kaam karte. Ha, exactly. So, you know, every time they will offer you solutions, they'll tell you what what is what is to be done. And uh, they feel in control. I'm talking here about absolutely my personal experience with them. Okay. So knowing my grandparents, I know that talking about an ailment is much easy and relaxing as compared to a discussion about jobs. Mm. That is like an uncharted territory for them. And this is just something right in their territory. They know, okay, if it's an ailment, this is how you handle it. This is how the recovery works. And they know what they're talking about and how to handle it. Exactly, exactly. That is, yeah. And jobs become an absolutely virgin territory for them. Mm -hmm. So I feel, I mean, of course, if you're going through a very severe ailment or something, breaking that sort of a news is, of course, dreading. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I just feel that their whole approach has been different. At least my experiential reality with them has given me this proof that, listen, this is much easier to navigate a conversation with them here. It will be headed in this way. But if I talk about the job, it's going to blow out of proportion. It's going to give them unnecessary stress, which they have no business to. In the first place. Exactly. They just don't need to. They don't need to be bothered about my jobs yeah, as we discussed right. you know, it's something they it's not under their control at all there is nothing probably they can do do to help you get the job yes they can say that okay it's no big deal it's no worry it can it again is you know going to affirm and uh you know pop, give you that positive vibe that okay they're, they're mm-hmm. on the same boat as me so i'm going to figure it out right exactly so i think uh this is as we discussed about personalities and situation I feel these two things definitely play a very larger than life roles in speaking your heart out. And uh, mostly I also feel that the reason why we hesitate or we t- take a step back and speaking our heart out is because it often falls as ju- just hands down criticism. And there's a thin line between 
flat criticism and constructive feedback. Yes. And most people are not equipped with the right words, mm-hmm. the right approach, the right tone to deliver that. Even speaking your heart out is a skill that one develops over time. Yes. Right. So uh, you tell me like, you know, what approach as you said you would have absolutely gone out there and said whatever exactly the situation are you would have narrated it like that. So you take the direct approach in your life always. Yeah, as I said, you know that uh, initially, uh, you know, I think especially when uh, before I started working, uh, during those years, my approach was that okay, just it's just flat out honesty, and uh, just tell them that uh, you're honest and you you ask for it and you give it. Mm-hmm. So that was my only approach. Uh, I wasn't mindful at all of any other thing that would be at play because for me it was that if as long as I'm being honest. it doesn't matter if and if it lands uh, to them as hate then that's their problem to deal with mm-hmm. but of course over the course of time i realized that hey it can it is fine to it is okay to be honest but situations personalities the sensitivity of the situation mm-hmm. do also have a certain degree of role to play in that so as i said that you know, usually what i used to do i will say that hey i have, I have a candor so please be ready for it because i have a candor and i'm going to be honest mm-hmm. and uh, uh, be prepared to handle it i can't help it much Uh, so it was almost like जैसे राजा का फरमान है कल से ये होगा होगा एंड इफ यू कैन डील विद इट दैट्स योर प्रॉब्लम दैट्स नॉट माई हेड एक बट इट्स ओनली आई रिलेज दैट यू नो दैट जस्ट बिकॉज आई सेट दैट आई हैव अ कैंडर दैट डजेंट जस्ट इंस्टेंटेनियसली प्रिपेयर दम टू गेट फ्रॉम टूमोर आई एम गोइंग टू हेयर लॉट ऑफ ब्लंट ऑनिस्टी फ्रॉम दिस पर्सन सो आई हैव टू बी इक्विप विद इट दैट डजेंट हैपन सो टूडे आई से दैट ओके आई हैव अ कैंडर एंड टूमोरो आई ले दैट कैंडर फ्लैट ऑन योर फेस एंड यू यू आंट गोइंग टू बी मेंटली प्रिपेयर फॉर इट बिकॉज यूजली दैट डजेंट हैपन so my uh, initially my approach was that just be honest but over the course of years i have realized that there are better ways of putting it out mm-hmm. what what i tell others is that uh, that is not the only approach but at least have it as an option always that speaking the truth can be an option here because i realize that say if you if you lie in this moment you probably will you know avoid the embarrassment avoid the heat avoid the anger avoid the frustration for now but truth eventually is going to come out because it's not a question of if it's a question of when hmm. and when at that later on that moment when the truth comes out hmm. it is already 10 times of you know the hate 10 times the frustration 10 times the anger and you've already killed the possibility of that option that okay had i told the truth then and there maybe the person would have just appreciated that i was honest and would have given me an opportunity to work on my mistake and be better hmm. but you just kill that option uh, uh, you know kill that option right there so the moment you lie there you have dug your own grave and it is going to end bad hmm. but if you tell the truth in that moment you always will have the op- uh, the you know the option that this can go well as well hmm. like this can be received better but again th- uh, on this i wanted to say that one point which i think is also important is uh, whether the person who is on the receiving end is he receptive to criticism is he receptive to re- to hearing that honesty and is he receptive to understanding you know the the uh, the meaning behind it right right now hold that thought where you said you know that uh, it's very important that you speak your truth because eventually truth comes out because i'm going to narrate a story uh, a okay. bit later but before that coming to your point of you giving out the disclaimer as to i have this candor and yes. i'm going to be blunt and you expect a lot of honest opinions from mm-hmm. my end because i'm not going to i have no filters i don't hold back it's honesty means honesty yeah if you having said that but you know even though you have given that disclaimer but 
पिक्चर के पहले कितनी भी डिस्क्लेमर दे दो पिक्चर देखने के बाद ही Yeah. Then it's not going to be uh, a conversation. It's clear our passing mm. judgments after the ju- after judgments, yeah. and often the person can per- uh, the receiver can perceive you as someone who has already put himself on a pedestal. Yeah, someone and coming with a lot of arrogance and yes. just thinking that okay, he's better. He just mm. he's honest, so he can tell me where I lack. Right. And if I uh, tell them okay, like if the other person tells me that I'm honest and I say that okay, that's your truth, fine. Right. It shifts the focus from what you are saying to who you are. Yeah, it's and that. And then eventually you get labeled, and you know, uh, obviously the person who is listening to you, who's mm-hmm. g- getting all the uh, honesty, will think that how this person qualifies to become dishonest. Yeah, it's it's about like myself. Yeah. Who gives him the right to do yeah. so? Usually it is like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like what you say is as important is how you say it. You know, as you say that cla- we crack that joke about if you raise a finger in between an argument. Then mm-hmm. it's not about the argument; it's about that you have raised your finger in between an argument. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think ये यही चीज होती है अब a lot of times I have seen that if you if I may say so that people who didn't didn't get an opportunity to know you in and out after our school they still think that you are a very blunt person you are a very rude person yes whereas that's not they haven't seen the transition they haven't seen how you have softened up or how you have understood the fact that there's a way to say it there's a way to say it yes no matter what you say there's a way to say it if you say it with respect it falls well or sits well with the other person mm-hmm. right now coming back to that story where you say that you should speak your heart out mm-hmm. speak speaking your heart out is the closest thing to your truth yes right that's the only right. way so there's this one time back in school where i was boiling milk in some aluminum ka bartan mm-hmm. so i just uh, i got distracted i went i think i went for a shower or something i don't recall that vividly but uh, <laughs> it eventually there was a lot of smoke and i got all the burning smell so i just you screwed yeah <laughs> i just ran to the kitchen and that whole bartan you played on. with bartans yeah. you're screwed aluminum bartan would be the one which my mom liked So mm. it was almost my kitchen turned into a crime scene for me within Sco- seconds. Screwed to the power hundred. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and I was like, now I'm I'm doomed. Of course you, you are. You're doomed and gloom. You don't yes, play. No. You don't play with utensils and expect not to get burnt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So what happened is immediately I felt that I have to clear this crime scene and I have to just get rid of the bartan. Nothing happened. What? What? Yeah, like nothing happened. Now I have to clear everything. I have, I have hardly half an hour left. They are going to come back. So I took it and I just uh, threw it somewhere and <laughs> I literally, I mean, I was going to dump it. I just thought that. Sabood mitane. Ha, sabood mitane the. I got rid of it and I thought, yeah, I'm not seeing that in this lifetime. Yes. It's gone. and uh, evening may when my parents return they said i have like you know all set a room freshener mm. leave oh everything sab ho chuka hai but uh, my mom starts looking for it and i'm like yeah mujhe nahi pata what what, what, milk, what, what is milk what i don't know what's that. going on what's in that what <laughs> yeah i start doing all of that and then you won't believe after almost one and a half years it finds its way back to me Okay, and one mean. morning Damn. or one afternoon, I don't remember. It was sitting right. <laughs> it was sitting gracefully on my dining table, 
and I almost like I was like yes I'm not seeing what I'm seeing evidence of your true. crime yes this cannot be true and I and how it came made it made its way back to me is so we were living in an apartment it has a setting where the ground floor is uh, dedicated to the guard and his family and we uh, live on top floors floors about that mm-hmm. so uh, they found it somewhere mm-hmm. i don't know how i still don't know how they found it they were using it and they were preparing their lunch or something mom spotted it while she was parking her car <laughs> and i can't imagine like that that bartan was in such events. a bad shape first of all why are they using it maybe you know they uh, they you know they have uh, they must be using it out of sheer need hmm. but my mom spots it and she finds out even uska pura huliya badal gaya but she so finds it out and she brings it all, up and moms she's like always now, do yeah <coughs> sorry <laughs> she's like now spill the beans and i'm like this this is happened bolne ki to zarurat hi nahi thi zarurat to kuch bas se unka khud hi kuch hua tha talk yeah so then i was like shit this is this is bad and i said yeah this has happened and i got my dose of you know that epic epic dose mujhe mil gaya tha so after that incident i just i was just sitting and thinking that you know i thought that this bartan has traveled to some other continent by now definitely in europe <laughs> vintage indian utensils definitely in europe right now this bartan ye kaise aa gaya to theek hai then it then what happened is ki i was just thinking that you know why was there a need to lie and do so much hmm you know itna kuch kyu kiya maine is cheez ko leke and i also felt that yeah that was a wrong move mm-hmm. i would have said it then and there because truth eventually comes out i would have saved myself from the embarrassment but it also brought me to a point where i thought that you know uh, had they been receptive about it yes i wouldn't have the need to do something like that yeah i think because well, i was so fearful in my head about the consequences that i actually went this far far right you know so that brings me to the point i feel that your family and the communication you have with them and the setting in which you are brought up has a very important role to play in how well you say speak your heart out or how well you receive the other person speaking his or her heart out yeah i think it, it uh, has an important role to play in you know what's the incentive you get do you have the incentive to speak the truth or do you have the incentive to tell a lie right that usually Good it happens point, yeah. with kids that if they tell a lie they get away with it they don't get punished they don't uh, they're not called failures or anything they're not shamed for it so but obvious a kid would be that okay if this is how you get around uh, not getting anything bad thrown towards you then just simply lie and get away with it right. and also because in your case as i said that after a year and a half it found its way but of course initially at that time if you would have said the truth whatever you have probably got in a and a half you probably would have got it then and there but i think again this incentive that okay maybe it is never found out or maybe the by the time it's found out mm. uh, everything has cooled down and the person is like okay you know it's already been so many years there's no point discussing about this let it be so i think this acts as an incentive okay let's choose not to tell the truth or hide the truth and tell something else because that then helps us to get away with it absolutely i think yes exactly my point because in indian parenting if i may say so i don't think i should generalize it but i feel honesty is not rewarded yeah at least not as often as it should be yeah and that takes away the whole um will for us as kids to actually go out there and express ourselves yeah. the way we feel or just say how it happened 
Mm-hmm. And not just you know think about you know when you've made a mistake and you're telling the truth or telling the lie. Just even in general, if a, there is a kid who is voicing his opinion, mm-hmm. so he's immediately labeled hey he talks too much or ya fir ye badtamizi kar raha ya ye bahut zada muh chalta hai iska. So immediately that uh, you know that ability he has of expressing himself clearly that is stomped upon. Yes. And it is absolutely. you know stop he stopped from being that way then and there. Yeah, I mean, some in some cases, like I have some stories where I have seen that parents go become all brutal and ruthless when th- uh, their kids are trying to express themselves, mm, yes. and they consider their—I don't know—they some sort of ego is bruised. They consider it as their parenting failure that the kids are speaking so much; they are speaking more than we are. So this there's there's some sort of uh, weird thing going on that stops uh, us as kids from expressing ourselves the way we feel. so we actually loosen a lot of our speaking our heart out ability in our childhood also yeah. and i think that again obviously down the line uh does play at least a little role in deciding what approach we usually take when mm. we are dis- when we you know we're uh in this dilemma of whether to speak our mind or whether mm. to speak our heart mm. because if if you're habitual to you know uh speaking your mind and getting away that is going to be your go to option that right. you simply you know the best way to get away with it is say something else rather than the truth because that avoids mm. pain that avoids hurt that avoids friction and that's how you move and till now my life has been okay doing that so what is going to be different now right especially i think when it's a family setup though it's it becomes a second nature to yeah i actually hide the mistakes mm. or do not say it as it is marinate some sort of lying right. or maybe some sort of goofing up with the mm. factual information about the whole incident and then you yes. say it out in a way where it will be received received right received well is another discussion mm-hmm. received received yes okay. <laughs> well yeah. exactly so uh, but when it comes to uh, see now come family matters and then comes work related matters and heart related matters mm. see th- i think this is why the main reason is that we are so comfortable with our friends we get to say the truth to them because uh, we know that we don't need to add filters because uh, here the equation is very even even yes you know, do, the don't have that someone is temperament is, is even yeah the uh, the whole i don't know i i just feel that they get you for one reason that uh, of course it's a judgment free zone talking about now selective friends also once you have crossed a certain age right then uh, you cannot even be because you're different with every sort of friend also you are not everyone is your best friend you're picky about that also yes So now coming to that I think straight away work related matters if I have to discuss that. So I have got a lot of backlash where I have been honest in work related matters. So people come up and tell me that you know this is not the right approach because you're being honest about you're being too honest about the situation and we might lose the client and then impression then this that etc etc and all of that. Now I disagree with that. and i have done that for a fair period of time and it has never worked for me it hasn't for me as well it, it hasn't doesn't. worked for me and in fact speaking the truth has always worked in my favor so of course now i'm not going to pick up the phone and say ki maine aapko call isliye nahi uthaya tha because mera nail paint nahi sukha tha so ye nahi karna hai definitely no do that you know exactly so you know that sort of uh, <laughs> that sort of candid you shouldn't get with your clients of course but i feel a lot of times where there's a crisis in my situation i've seen that you know if i go out there and i tell them like this is it and this has happened and something so they have become very neutral 
and somehow their whole restlessness has also come down because now they are saved from this whole ghosting ghost right right they are. they are also living under the sun they also know that we are humans mistakes happens problems come up now okay maybe that problem is embarrassing from your end but you have to own your shit you have to you have to own your shit and that actually will save a lot of time because now you're busy doing all of this saving yourself from the embarrassment you've already done that now you can actually jump into saving the situation situation exactly so a lot of time was lost in all of this mm-hmm. i feel so i think this has been a major learning for me that you know uh, i would rather take because it kind of i feel it establishes a lot of trust also it does it does you know because uh, that person will think you okay no matter what this person was honest enough to tell me as in how it is yes i think it's only the consequences that we are feared of of course we always and just adding to that uh in my case again you know the same thing uh, has worked for me is, is speaking my heart out and especially in the situations you know when uh, when you when you're asking for what you deserve mm-hmm. so a lot of time it happens that i've see people they they're not asking for a, uh, you know the promotion they deserve or the hike they deserve or the recognition they deserve and i on the other hand uh, uh i take the approach that if i deserve it i'm going to i outrightly ask for it i'm not going to wait for okay someone coming up and realizing that hey i you deserve this you should get it because a lot of time it happens that when you don't deserve it and you say that okay i want out of this situation mm. and when you ask what is the reason and uh, you say that okay i wasn't given this increment mm. uh, you simply told that why didn't you tell us we could have easily given you that right so my i i am a firm believer of of you know of of this uh, thing that uh, you have not cause you ask not so yes. always tell this to people that even if it is a corporate or uh, setting if you deserve it then you should mm. not stop yourself from asking it because uh, then you're putting it straight into their head okay this is what i want because i deserve it mm, and right. i think that puts you in a better position to have it in the first mm. place rather than not even speaking about right. uh, about it yeah i mean this brings me to an example which one somebody quoted which they i found that there was meaning to it i think it would be appropriate in at this point when you're saying this is that even if the kid the newborn baby has to be breastfed he or she has to cry, cry. for their mother to realize that <laughs> exactly. oh, okay, this is now time to breastfeed my child so yeah i in fact the older me would have disagreed with you but now i completely agree with you because i've seen that so much of time we waste in inhibitions and we think that you know we don't have to raise a finger if we deserve it we'll get it sometimes no somebody's you don't take yourself that seriously that the whole world is actually sitting or your boss is actually sitting you know just looking at you thinking. he has 400 employees and just sitting wondering that you know okay iska promotion to abhi dunga main 4 baj ke 7 minute pe 28 tarikh ko exactly this person would have ripened and everything a lot of times there are so many things where you have to uh stand up and ask if you believe in that you have to speak your heart out you have to even i think if that are the person or maybe the organization or whatever they don't mm-hmm. feel that right now is the right time but you have to if you think it's the right time you have to say it no matter what nahi hota at least you will do a self check on you exactly you will understand where you are and maybe you need some work mm-hmm. but don't let that opportunity go away yeah, just it, it, because of the fear of rejection Yeah, it, it's right. like you. If you speak up for yourself, it is it is an extension of standing up for yourself. Absolutely, I think speaking your heart out is synonymous with speaking up for exactly. yourself. Exactly, it is. Right. It is exactly. So yeah, that brings me down to uh, the end of the podcast. But uh, before that, I have want to know that you know 
what are your concluding thoughts like if i have to say that should i speak my heart out yes or no what would you say okay so uh, i'll say that you know this equation has a lot of pieces uh, so you know speaking your heart out as i said that should that is one of the approaches you should take you should be honest about it but you have to be mindful of the situation the person you're dealing with how receptive they are to receiving what you're trying to say exactly what you're trying to say in the manner you say it so these equations uh, always uh, play uh, a role you know in uh, in you know how effective you are in communicating exactly and being able to say your heart out uh, to that person and also you know just uh, and it there will be situations you know where uh, no matter how effective of a communicator you are you may not be able to speak exactly what you are and which which could be you know when you in the hindsight when you look at it it could be that okay it, maybe that wasn't the right place to say it so uh, like my own example is that you know when i was with this person who was very close to me and uh when we used to get intimate i had a lot of fear that okay i should i tell this person exactly what i want what i like what i don't like and uh, i always used to think that okay you know when we are getting intimate that is the time when, when i should exactly say it but you know uh, when in the hindsight when i look at it i remember that okay maybe it was it wasn't the right situation to speak it then and there mm-hmm. better would have been that we sat after it or before it we sat down and talked about it because maybe in that moment it wouldn't be perceived how i am trying to tell it maybe i my biggest fear was that i would be given some label which i won't you know won't be able to live with because it would be so bad so yeah i mean uh, again as i said you know the situation and the sensitivity of it is mm-hmm. is something which you should always be mindful uh, mindful of Uh, and also you know like just uh, one final piece for mind is that uh, the even communication there are things that are under your control and there are things that aren't so as as you had said that as long as you think you're not crossing a line you're not being disrespectful mm-hmm. you should definitely speak your heart out but at the end if the person uh, standing in front of you or on the receiving end takes it as simple hate then you can't help it you right. can just control you know what uh, what what you can control yeah i think i completely agree with you I think uh, speaking your heart heart out can be dangerously liberating if you do not have the right right choice of words. Exactly. You should say what you want to say but you should know how to say it. You should yes. say it with respect. And of course I agree with you that there is this ever lingering dilemma that you know whatever if you speak your heart out and you're speaking to a person that you really care for mm. you never know if that casts a shadow of uh, sorrow or shock onto that person yeah. you you just uh, you don't want to hurt them in the first place you that's always your first worry exactly see the risk mm. is always there that this person might get triggers especially when you know that person you know what their triggers are yes so you don't want to hurt them so you have to be, be very mindful but i i think uh, we have to sail and take our risks and we have to put our bets on the only thing that i feel uh, is problematic when you don't speak your heart out and which is why i would always say that we must we must try or we must choose to speak our heart out no matter what is because at the end of the day the most precious relationship that one will ever have is the relationship they have with themselves, themselves. and if you don't speak your heart out you are actually denying yourself an opportunity to be closer to your truth so that damages in the end if you pile up all the all the information all the things that you want to speak up you're actually on it's the like way of damaging it's like a ticking time bomb yeah you're damaging your relationship with yourself so just in order to mend or protect your relationship with somebody else you're First sabotaging you have to us yeah make sure that your relationship with you is you know intact in the absolutely in the first place 
All right, guys. On that note, it's a wrap, and we hope you had a great time listening to the podcast. And we hope to see you on our next episode. Till then, keep, keep thinking, thinking inside, inside the, the box. box.